every single day, are you having five new conversations with five new people? Five a day. Five new conversations with five new people. If you can just focus on that, you're going to start to realize that sales is going to come more easily to you because conversations equal sales. Welcome to the Elizabeth Yang Show, where we explore the benefits of diverse leaders expanding your brand authority online to create massive impact and happy sales. Now, let's dive in because your legendary life is waiting. In this episode, I want to talk to you about the fastest way to fix your sales problem if you're struggling a little bit with consistent sales. In this show, I'm often talking to business owners who are compassionately ambitious about making an impact and an income that's going to really make a difference, not only for them, so that they can take care of their loved ones, but to make an impact in terms of service to others. But when you are struggling with sales in your business, then you don't make money. And when you don't make money, you're not able to really get to a point in your business where you're able to give back to the causes and communities that you care about. That's the reason why I want us to have this conversation today. Every business owner that I have spoken to, of course, they're like, Elizabeth, how can you get me more consistent sales? Where do you start? In this episode, I want to talk about the four quickest ways that you can start exploring that's going to help you isolate where you think you have a sales problem. And then the two common mistakes that I often see a lot of businesses make when they're trying to troubleshoot sales. As a monetization strategist, the way that I look at my clients' businesses is I often look at like, what are all of the marketing activities, the people that they have in place, the operations, and really what, how does that stack up to the breadcrumbs that help them get to their sales goals? And so I like to look at where are my business owners bleeding money? Oftentimes it's marketing, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's your operations in terms of the people you have in place or the lack of the right system that's giving you the leverage and the power to automate your business that is bleeding you money. So what I'm going to share with you are the four options, the four ways and then also the common mistakes to really avoid and to catch yourself if you find yourself going there. Let's like, I'm always like, nope, let's go back and let's really focus at that one degree shift in your business that is going to make an impact and as quickly as possible. So let's talk about the four quick ways to fix your sales goals. Now, sales, my friend, is nothing more than service. And sales is nothing more than a simple math formula of number of units sold times your pricing to equal the sales goals that you want. Whether that's your first 10K or your next 20K or 30K, 100K, a million in sales for that month, it's a simple math game, units times pricing. So keeping that in mind, what I'm gonna share with you really isn't so much on whether or not customers are saying yes to you. It's really about, are they saying yes to you in a way that's helping you hit your sales goal every month, every quarter, every year? That's what I'm looking at. So four ways to fix your sales goals. One, you raise your prices. Now, I know this sounds like a very simple strategy, right? But there's so much in this. 
because when I'm talking to business owners or coaches and consultants, they often may push back because there's a lot of money narratives and mindset. You know that I focus on high ticket sales. So for me, if you are able to sell a $20,000 offer and you can master that, then selling a $20 item isn't a big deal, right? But sometimes depending on where you are with your money narrative and your pricing, it's not as simple as just adding zeros. But one way that you can do that is to increase your pricing. Now, if you are a professional service provider, like maybe a realtor or an insurance agent, you might say to me, Elizabeth, I can't really raise my price because it's dictated by the market or it's dictated by the company that I work for. I often say, focus on selling the product that gives you the highest commission. So for example, I'll use a really simple example that I recently was coaching an insurance agent client on. I said, what's your highest product that you sell that gives you the highest commission? And he said, X, Y, Z. I said, okay, so why not sell that? He said, well, I'm not that knowledgeable about that product or that policy, but I'm really knowledgeable about how this product can be used for your children's education. And that's probably a little higher than just your average life insurance, right? And I said, okay, then focus on that, right? This simple strategy right here is really about mindset and energy and focus. When you focus on raising your prices, what you're really doing is overcoming your own internal narrative of money and the zeros behind that price. So if you can set your own prices, give yourself a raise. But if you can't, just simply shift your energy to selling more high-ticket, high-value products and offers. And that's going to make a huge difference in helping you hit your sales goal. Okay. Two, launch a new offer. I know it sounds really simple, right? Oftentimes, if you're in a stage of business where you're a little bit further along, you likely have multiple streams of income. Like I have a client who has a wellness center. He has his online on-demand classes. He has yoga studio with membership. He has personal appointments with practitioners for massage and physical therapy. And he's got his super souped up power hour strength training sessions as well. So you can constantly look at launching a new offer as a way to increase sales. If you're a further startup in business, I often say master building one bridge first. Master building, my preference is usually a high ticket offer, building that bridge from start to finish first before you start offering multiple offers. I often think of this as this, you're on an island, you're stuck on an island. You can build as many bridges as you want from a metal bridge to a concrete bridge to a straw bridge. But if they're half built, you never get to the other side. You can have as many bridges built, but only one completed from start to finish is going to get you to the other side. When it comes to offers in our business, it's the same thing. I know offers are fun. I know it's creative. You're working on a new product, a new packaging, colors, logos, all of those wonderful things, but it's not the offer that's going to sell itself. You still have to market it. You still have to promote it. You still have to get out there and speak to it. Then you got to deliver it. Then you got to evaluate if it's working, right? You got the customer service piece. That literally is the bridge from start to finish. So it's never as simple as just, oh, I need a new offer, but that's something that really can help jumpstart you with helping you hit your sales goals if you're there. Three, have more conversations. Increase the number of conversations that you're having. I know 
It's crazy, right? Conversations equal sales. This means being more visible, getting your message in front of more audiences. This doesn't just mean like booking more consult calls, which is also a key driver in hitting your sales goals. But this is really about working smarter and leveraging social media and video to really amplify and multiply your message out to your audiences, right? But look, at the end of the day, conversations equal sales. And then lastly, number four is your close, right? How are you closing deals? If people are booking conversations with you and console calls with you and you're getting a lot of no's, that's usually a good indicator that it's likely your ability to close that call, that deal. And it's a good indicator that you need to focus on how can I get better at that? So those are really the four quick ways to help you hit your sales goals faster. One, raise your prices. Two, launch a new offer. Three, increase conversations. Or four, focus on improving your clothes. Now, the two common mistakes that I see a lot of businesses owners gravitate towards when they're having a sales problem is actually they're focused on their marketing problem, which is what they'll do is they'll start focusing on their pricing by immediately going to discounting. Somehow they think that by discounting it, they're going to sell more, which logically makes sense. But if you're discounting your pricing, you might be selling more units, but you're still not hitting your sales goal, right? So think about that. A lot of people go here because what ends up happening is they just want to feel good about selling and getting yeses. So they're starting to discount their offers, their pricing in order to get the yeses, but they're still struggling with hitting their sales goal. Again, it's a simple math game. The second thing that most people will start to gravitate towards when they're not hitting their sales goals is they start looking at their offer. I don't have my message down right. Maybe I need to fix my messaging. Oh, you know what? Maybe it's the color. Maybe it's the logo. Maybe it's the name that I give this. I need to fix it. I need to fix that. When in reality, your offer and your pricing could be completely fine. It's just that you're maybe not doing the best job in nurturing and follow-up. Maybe you're not doing the best job in keeping your contacts and leads organized in a CRM, a contact database that is allowing you to remember how to nurture and follow up with the details that matter. And that's what's costing you your sale. I had a client who we nailed down his positioning and his offer, super excited. He had a launch conversion event. All of the numbers indicated that he had great content. But what he didn't have was people booking calls with him. And when we took a deeper dive at looking at how he was nurturing those leads that were coming to his launch event by looking at his DMs, looking at his communications, looking at how often he was checking in with them and following up, he wasn't really doing a great job there. And that's why people were not booking calls with him. So here he was clearly frustrated that he had a sales problem and he wanted to go back and fix his messaging, his offer, his launch event content. And I said, I don't think that's where you have the problem. I think the next focus area is for you to focus on how can I nurture and follow up and have those conversations in the DM in a much more impactful way. Now, is there an opportunity to get your positioning, your marketing content, your messaging better? Absolutely. But again, we're trying to build one bridge from start to finish. Not everything is going to be an A+. Right. I often say I'm looking for certain things need to be at least at a B level. Certain things can be at a D, but it needs to be done. Right. Your messaging needs to be at about a B. 
Okay. Your offer, a C, right? Other things, mm, we can live with the D or we don't even worry about it for now. So you got to ask yourself, are you making these common mistakes? When you have a sales problem, are you naturally gravitating towards a discounting with your pricing, which I do not recommend because you begin to train your audience that you will discount to get sales. So all they have to do is wait. I like to think of it this way. You know, when Sears was still in business, my mom would be like, I never go into Sears to pay full price. And she would just wait until Sears had their big clearance sales. And that's when she would go and she would buy all of these things for a great deal. And my mom would always say, you know, I don't want to pay full price this year. So they're going to have a big sale. They're going to have a big sale. And that's when I'll buy things. And that's because Sears taught their customers, like my mom, to wait for things to be significantly discounted at like 60, 75% off before they would go in and buy. And so when you have a sales problem and you don't have millions of followers and your fix to a sales problem is to discount, you literally train your clients by saying, I will discount my services. I am a commodity. I am a transaction. I am not value-based. That's why I'm not a big fan of just jumping into discounting. Now, discounting has a strategy in place, but we want to use it wisely. And if you find yourself focused on your offer, whether it's repackaging the features and benefits, whether it's your messaging of the offer, your naming, your color, your, I don't know, whatever it is that has to do with packaging your offer, I want to challenge you to stop and say, maybe that's not the problem. Look at these other four areas that we just talked about, raising your prices, launching potentially a new offer, which could fall into where what I'm talking about with people going back and trying to fix their offer, right? It may not make the sense for you. And some people generally in this space, when they're talking about offer and pricing, will decide they're going to launch a cheaper offer, which that's possible. Again, sales goals, it's a simple math game, right? So you have the big names like Tony Robbins or Oprah who have millions of followers. They can launch something that is a $200 program, but they have millions of followers that can help them still achieve their sales goals. Most people, the everyday average business owner doesn't have thousands and thousands of followers that they can go in at a low ticket price and still be able to sell it and hit their sales goal. So again, it's a volumes game when it comes to sales. And so that's something that I just want you to think about. And then lastly, and this is really a hard area sometimes for people is looking at how you and your team are literally closing the calls, closing the deals, the conversations that are converting but then are you closing the deals? So those are the four key areas. Now, what's my recommendation as the fastest way for you to fix your sales problem is to increase the number of conversations that you're having. So I'm going to leave you with this tip because this is something that I often challenge my clients on. Every single day, are you having five new conversations with five new people? Five a day. Five new conversations with five new people. If you can just focus on that, you're going to start to realize that sales is going to come more easily to you because conversations equal sales. So if you're sitting in your business right now, you can take a look at how many console calls that you've had. You can take a look at the conversations you've had. And odds are, if I opened up your calendar and looked at it, you're probably not having enough new conversations with new people. And quite frankly, odds are, 
you're probably not even having new conversations with the same people through follow-up and nurturing. Why is this so important? Why do I recommend that conversations is the fastest path to fixing your sales problem? Recently, I was working with a client where we booked in appointments $21,000 worth of sales opportunities for his team to close in just 72 hours. Let me say that again. We booked, my team and I booked appointments that were worth $21,000 in sales in just 72 hours. What did we do? We literally took his contact database and reactivated his list. That's all we did. He had a, a, a modest list of about 100 people. And that's all we did was we took that contact database and we literally reactivated by re-engaging and having conversations. Now, why did this work so well for this client? I'm going to lay out the ABCs for you with the strategy. First, he had first choice marketing that put his authority on autopilot. So remember when I was talking to you about how can you increase the number of conversations that you're having? It's by leveraging social media video and literally putting your authority on autopilot. And I call this first choice marketing because all of your social media content, your messaging, your videos, whatever it is that you're putting out there should speak to one, why you should become the first choice for your customers, why you're the best, why you're credible so that you become first choice. It's simple as that, not third or fourth or fifth, or maybe it's how do you become top of mind, the first choice? That's what I call the A and ABC authority on autopilot. Are you putting your authority on autopilot that makes you the first choice? That's what this client had. That's why this simple re-engagement of follow-up worked because he was consistent with his authority, with his content, his marketing, his messaging, his social media, his videos that really helped again, to keep him top of mind. B, bookings with just one monetization path. Every single marketing activity that he did, we mapped it out and it literally was one path, one bridge from start to finish that really said, if I do A, then B, then C, this is when we're going to book a call. It's literally, I call it one clear monetization path. It's not a whole bunch of, oh, I'm trying all of these different marketing things. I'm trying social media ads, and then I'm trying lives over here, and then I'm doing random posts. I'm throwing a whole bunch of spaghetti on the wall, hoping and praying that something's going to stick. It was like, nope, if we just do these consistent core key marketing activities for A, B, C, D, E, F, right? Laying out the breadcrumbs, this is the one clear monetization path. We can nearly guarantee bookings. It's repeatable and it's scalable. So that's B, bookings with one clear monetization path. Do you have that for you with all of your marketing and sales activities? Is it mapped out? Is it connecting the dots? Is it laying out this amazing breadcrumb experience for your audience that they want to follow? That's how we got $21,000 booked in just 72 hours. And then lastly, C, consistent conversations that captivate to close. This wasn't just us saying, hey, you want to book an appointment with so-and-so? This was literally us nurturing, having conversations, adding value, and then following up so that when we had the opportunity to make an invitation to book a sales call, his audience said yes. So that's what we did differently. The ABCs, right? Authority and autopilot, 
that makes you the first choice. This is what your marketing should be doing for you. If you have no idea what's going on, then we need to chat. B, bookings based on one clear monetization path. This is truly where all your marketing and sales activities comes together through your systems. I want you to think of it like the tools and the systems that support your marketing and your sales activities. I like to think of this as really like the central hub where you don't have so many different social media inboxes. You have a technology and this is what we helped him set up with where you have the technology to build the infrastructure to funnel all his leads from his website to one system, from Facebook to one system, from Instagram to one system, from Google Business Review to one system. It's a central hub. One system, central hub, where you funnel in all of these leads from all these different sources so that you can mine them and literally know where and how they're coming through your ecosystem so that you can engage. It's literally one central hub of all your leads. So important. And once you map out your one clear monetization path, which we helped them with, then setting up the systems to make sure it all talks to each other, we take care of that too. That's how you can convert a small list of about 100 people to $21,000 in sales opportunities in less than 72 hours. And then C, consistently having conversations that captivate to close. I mean, my biggest recommendation here on this episode is really like, what's the fastest path to fixing your sales problem is to increase the conversations that you're having. Look, we know, you and I, that sales is about trust. Just think about it. But as a business owner, how are you showing up to build trust? I often tell my clients to think about every family seems to have this, right? Where there's that one person in the family that just happens to show up when he needs to borrow money. All of a sudden, you don't see him. You don't hear from him. You don't get that text message, but he shows up with the text. Hey, how are you doing, Elizabeth? And then you're like, I never hear from you until you need something from me. I know you're going to ask to borrow money. And then like two texts later, he's asking you to borrow money. When you show up with your audience, it's the same thing. Are you just showing up when you want a sale? Just like that one cousin or that one person in your family? Or are you building trust through consistency? Just think about that in your relationships. How do you build trust in your relationships? The other person shows up consistently. First of all, showing up consistently. They're adding value to your life. They listen to you like they care. You have a good time talking to them. They're ability to show up consistently shows and demonstrates they're reliable. And if they are reliable and credible, then that's going to lead to trust. When it comes to marketing and sales in our business, it's the same thing. People often over-engineer and overthink this. We know sales is about trust and we hear it all the time. But when it comes to their marketing and their conversations that convert and the content they're putting out there, they're not thinking about that. They're not thinking about it from a relationship building perspective. So sales is about trust, especially when it comes to high ticket sales, which I consider anything that's really above $3,000 or more ballpark. It's even especially more critical that trust is there. And when you think about the online space, I mean, think about how I can see some clients that, again, like that one client where we were able to book $21,000 in sales and how he got it and how some clients don't have that level of success, it really comes down to the common denominator of their authority on autopilot. Is their content and marketing consistently out there? Are they putting consistent marketing content out there that builds 
trust, that builds credibility, that makes them the first choice as the expert in that industry. That has really been the make it or break it deciding factor that I've seen across all of the clients that we serve. So I want you to challenge yourself. Which of these four options do you think can really help you quickly fix your sales problem? But most importantly, where can you go back and do a better job of improving trust in your marketing and in your sales so that the sales happens? Remember that you are the cause and sales is the effect. And here, that's what we're all about. We're all about happy sales that creates legendary living. When sales is done right, it feels so good. When sales is done bad, that's when you start to hear about all those horror stories. So challenge yourself, which of these four options can help you get to where you want to go as quickly as possible in fixing your sales goals. And let me know. Until next time. If you are leaving this episode feeling inspired to up-level online and make happy sales happen, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Now go out and take those steps to build your legendary life.